Recorded live. Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Uh, in our ever-lasting effort to profile creators of color for Brothers Comics, we were able to get a chance to talk to today to the artist of Shaft, the Imitation of Life, Dietrich O. Smith. And we have him on the line tonight. Say, what's up, Dietrich? I am happy to be on, Brother Hutch. I am happy that you invited me. Hello, oh, all. Hello, you. all. Yeah, hey, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, we just kind of wanted to get a chance to talk to you. Uh, my Now, Brothers Comics is three people. My brothers read the Shaft Imitation of Life book. I haven't had a chance to get to it yet. But I, I just kind of wanted to kind of talk to you. Um, your art, uh, because I follow you on Facebook and Twitter, and I see a lot of things that you post up. Your art is so clean, and I'll get to that here in a second, because it's, it's so clean to look at, and I like enjoy it so much, but we'll get to that in a second. So kind of going off right off the top, what to that currently? Uh, I am in Vernon, Alabama. It's a small rural town, but a nice, enjoyable, lovely to be in town. Uh, about 45 minutes from Tuscaloosa. It's just, just really small, so that's why I name it off. No one would know, <laughs> you know where okay. I'm at. Okay. Now, I saw, I, I, like I said, I follow you on Twitter and Facebook. So you're Auburn, even though you're close to Tuscaloosa. Oh, well, well, I, I went to Auburn, but I'm closest to Tuscaloosa, yes. So, yes. so I get a bunch of roll tide yelled at me constantly. <laughs> <laughs> now, how, how is that? I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're in Metro Atlanta, so like, we're quite familiar with all the SEC stuff. How is that? I mean, it, it's got to be a little bit rough every once in a minute. It is. It is. If you stay off the message boards, then you're okay. I mean, they're, you know, they're they're great Alabama fans. It's just like there are Auburn fans that'll hug each other to death. You know, a lot of family members are, you know, try to be half and half. But like I said, if you're on the message boards, uh, then it gets a little outlandish. You don't want to get on that. So yeah. And, All right. Yeah. Right. Did you grow up in Alabama? I I did, but um, at the same time, I traveled a bit. I'm a military brat. I'm an army brat. So. Okay. Um, I was born and raised here, but um, I'd have to say uh, first grade to about fourth grade, I was in uh, Germany for a bit, uh, then back here for a bit, and then in Japan for a few high school years, and then wow. my uh, in, ending my high school years here about 10th grade to 12th grade, uh, I, I was here in the state of Alabama, and then, like I said, went on to, to Auburn. Okay. So. Now, you grew up here. When did you start reading comics? Like, can you think of, like, the first comic that you picked uh, up? Like, like, what company or character that kind of drew you in? I would say, uh, I wouldn't say reading, because, you know, three or four years old, you're just looking at the pictures, the snazzy right. color pictures. Um, I would say about three or four, I had an interest in my, my, my cousin, uh, Ronald and Robert, would let me look at their stacks of Spider-Man and, you know, Ditko Spider-Man and, Mm-hmm. And John Romita Spider Man and uh, introduced me to Luke Cage, so that's when I got uh, a fan, became a fan of his and the uh, Defenders as well. So, um, but actually reading them, I think it was when I was um, over in Japan, and I think that was like fifth grade to sixth grade when the uh, Marv Wolfman and George Perez, you know, Teen Titans came out, and, right? Uh, when the Beyonder had his, you know, series going, well, they had their right. conflict with the Beyonder. Um, Secret Wars. Claire. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. 
that that type at around that time. And then I, I was up and down because uh, when I came back here, you know, uh, to my small town, there was no comic book store. So, you know, it's what you could find at the little gas station, you know, at the little, right. you know, spin rack. So, you know, I didn't have too too large of a selection. So, my you know, my interest went up and down. But I always, you know, was still into the art. It's, you know, the stories I just wasn't as prevalent in. Right. I mean, did you always have that the kind of urge to draw? Like, were people always asking you to draw for them? I mean, you're a black kid in Japan. Now, you're on <laughs> so I'm sure there's a bunch of black kids there, too. Uh, my, my family is a military family, uh, so I know my uncle has has done essentially that same route that you did from Ohio yeah. to Germany to Japan. So, like, I, I, I know of it, but um, you're yeah. also a black kid in Japan and in Germany. Did you always have this like kind of propensity to draw where people ask you to draw for them once they realize you had a talent for it? Well, I don't think I was always asked because everybody wanted to draw just as, you know, better than I. So it was like a competition and, you know, amongst everybody. But I think anytime that, you know, the school needed something or the church needed something or my family needed something, I was, you know, the first person that they looked at, you know, that they addressed because, you know, it's the guy that draws, you know, Oh yeah. You know, get him. Something right. needs to be done in the yearbook. Oh, get Dietrich, you know. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> you know? Now, I work in education, and uh, I always know that kid that I can find, like, you, can you draw this for me? Because yeah. uh, I need something help. So I know there's always that one kid that, like, you can always depend on to draw something for you. But what's that like growing up kind of black and nerdy in small-town Alabama and, <laughs> like, kind of internationally as well? Well, I don't know. I I don't know if we were classified as nerdy then because we were pretty much the, the ones that got everything going, you know, with the right. video games, having your Atari and, you know, everybody wanted an Atari. <laughs> wanted a, So, I mean, you aren't really considered a nerd if you wanted to be with those, you know, playing Donkey Kong or, or the Legend of right. Zelda. You were the cool kid, you know, in the box. So I don't, I don't right. know. Maybe it was because of my smaller environment. Maybe my town was too small for there to be labels placed on, oh, the, he's a nerd and he's this or he's that. It was just, I mean, all of us, you know, we're out playing in the woods, you know, because like I said, it's such a small environment, you know, everybody knows everybody. And it's, I don't think too many labels were placed. Like I said, right. if you had the video game and you had the comic books or you wanted to go see Star Wars, that wasn't, you know, you weren't considered too nerdy. You were just, uh, but you, you know, how they're pigeonholed now, you know, is, you know, he's the nerd because he likes this game or he's the nerd because he likes, you know, that genre. You know, I don't know, right. maybe maybe it has become that, you know, now, but know, maybe my environment wasn't looked I wasn't looked at as a nerd. <laughs> right. So you mentioned the Ditko Spider Man, you mentioned the like Ramita Spider Man. Oh, Is there yeah, anybody yeah. else that you drew kinda like inspiration from as you were, uh, you know, kinda drawing? Well, you can't tell any from my art, but I mean like art atoms, so Right. But, <laughs> Uh, a lot, a lot. I, John Romita Jr. I was a fan of him and his father. Um, right. I like I said, you can't tell it from my style and art, but right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I love Jay Lee as well, but you know, right. I don't draw anything like him. So, <laughs> right. Too many influences, and and I guess I didn't take too much from their style. Just you know, love their style. Now, when you wound up at Auburn, did you, like, major in art or art history or something like that? No. Uh, loving video games and loving so many sci-fi shows, I was also 
so so fascinated in the mechanical side as well. So I went to school for uh, mechanical engineering because I, mm-hmm. I wanted to make those hovercrafts that you saw in Back to the Future, and you know, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so I went into engineering, but um, I think it was I can't remember what course it was in, um, but we were taking an exam. And we were giving, you know, a blank page, you know, to do your equations on for the exam. And I found myself drawing, you know, superheroes on that blank piece of paper before the exam started. And that's what made me think, okay, dude, you're not going to, you know, stay in college. You might as well take your, you know, journey to the West or to, to New York, you know, to try to get in at some studio, you know, in, in the art industry. Okay, so you left Auburn, like you didn't uh-huh. finish? Okay, what no, did you wind no. up after that? I uh I left Auburn because a friend uh convinced me it would be a good venture to journey with him west. Uh my friend's name is Chris Guyton. He uh had just graduated from Alabama A and M and he mm-hmm. uh encouraged a few of us to uh make a chance and uh take a trip out to LA and see if we could, you know, make it. And so I ended right. up leaving Auburn and uh ended up uh staying at the house and meeting a couple, um, Matt and Sharon Scott, who took a chance and uh, found this little guy from Alabama and had a dream of their own and decided to finance, you know, their own independent book at that time. And, uh, And the book was called Ward, and they gave me the chance to, you know, meet a few convention runs, produce, you know, publicize myself a little bit. And um, from that, I ended up um, meeting a few other gentlemen, Marat Michaels and Dan Frager, who were on uh, Blood Strike and Brigade back in that, you know, wild image, you know, 90s, you know, when yeah. Rob Liefeld and all of those guys were. So they introduced me to Rob, and from there I became an intern at Extreme Studios and just oh, okay. been, in the in- yeah, been in the industry since. Oh, okay. I mean, kind of in a, like a, personal career type of thing like how did that go over with your parents like you know what i'm dropping out of college and i'm moving uh, to california to go draw comic books yeah yeah that well i mean you know for me fighting to get to auburn and you know them helping finance and you know giving me a vehicle to get down there and me traveling back and forth like every two weeks there it's like okay right. you, you need to stay in school son and you know because they had the wisdom you know me looking back i would have finished that degree and continued in the and the comics as well. Right. But uh, so that was, you know, just, just the mind frame of me being secure and, and, and having a steady paycheck, you know, instead of leaving, you know, a future, you know, in engineering. Right. But I mean, as, as years went by and they saw, you know, my work here and there, and it was just like, Oh, well, okay. You know, maybe this is right. painting out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you get the internship out there. Like, when did you think that's like, you know what, like, I'm actually doing this. Like, this is going to be my career. Like, was there one issue, one cover, one moment that you were like, you know what, like, this is, like, I, I feel secure. I'm going to make this. Uh, Rob's first assignment to me, it was a, it was a fill-in um, on Chapel. So I was happy to do that. It was a fill-in on Chapel, and it actually had a crossover with Spawn, um, the same issue. So I was like, whoa, this is fortunate, you know. Now, right. these are characters that, you know, when I was in college, you know, I was like clamoring to, you know, flip to the page, next page, 
ready for the right. next issue. And now I'm having a chance, you know, to draw them as my first, you know, assignment. And I was, you know, I was, that was off the chains to me, you know. Right. Yeah. The, now, and I, this is something that I always think about, too. Now, you're a black comic book artist. Do y'all know each other, like, kind of, like, off the top of your head? <laughs> like, you know, would you be able to, like, get Afu or Richardson, like, on the phone, like, right now? No. Like, would you I, get, I, okay. I, that, is, that, is, that is the problem, and that's why I'm trying to uh, get out to more conventions uh, and, and, meet, and meet more um, fellow brothers and sisters in this industry. Right. I mean, well, to, meet, to, meet, to meet everyone in general, but but like you said, it, as as a plus, you know, to meet other you know African American creators, right? I mean, it's a small community to con to interview people or just to you know to do podcasts or whatever. There, you know, it's such a small community. It's just like, you know, I always think it's like I know these guys know one another. Uh, I listened to a podcast with David Walker that where he was, you know, talking about the superheroes in and of itself. Like if, the, if superheroes were real, they would all know each other. You know, they would yeah. all have each other on speed dial. They would all, you know, <laughs> hang out with each other and do these types of things together. And so, you know, he was talking about you know, the black writers. You know, like you know, because it's such a small community for comics that they all kind of know each other. I can, you know, I can text this person. I can get them on the phone like that. So I was wondering if it was the same for the artists the small community yeah. of, you know, kind of black comic yeah. art. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, I'm um, still still trying to await word on the um, on the Dragon Con, but I'm sure I will be able to touch base with a lot of brothers and sisters at that con um, coming up in two, two or three months. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll be there also. You'll definitely run across us at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you wind up getting picked for the Shaft Imitation of Life? Uh, this is the, which, like, which series of this one is it? I know the this, first this, series you didn't do, right? No, no, that was Bilquis um, and David. That was um, that was a volume one. This is volume two. Um, mm-hmm. This came about, I guess, because I kind of inquired through editorial. Um, the first series I didn't read um, when it first came out at the – but I read it uh, later and, and really loved it. And so I actually gave the uh, editor – I had been working with Dynamite for the past two-plus two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I gave the same editor a, a, a question of would it be possible to do some a second series or is, or is he looking for a one-shot or anything, you know, just throwing right. it out. And I think I had did a uh, a watercolor piece – of shaft and sent it to him just as you know a little teaser like I could you know do this style experiment in that style right and, um didn't didn't receive an immediate response response but I think maybe two or three weeks later asked me was my schedule still open and told me David would be willing to you know get off of his hard schedule of so many books at a time you know <laughs> <laughs> right and uh, is- you know and write another write another series how does that work now? I know David's in like somewhere out on the like the West Coast somewhere, like in Portland I believe or something Portland, like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, you're in Alabama. You know, I know you know there's Skype and FaceTime and the internet or whatever. But do y'all meet or not? No, or we, just... we haven't, and I and I'm uh, 
anxious to actually meet him face to face because I mean, you know, Skyping, I'm I'm not a big fan of that. I just, you know, I'd rather see you face to face as my first, you know, time meeting you. Mhm. Okay. So do you uh, do you talk and text like on the uh, plot? Y- y- yeah, like yeah. That is? Yeah, we've chatted, we've chatted, uh-huh. And like I said, I've I've tried to keep keep in touch with uh pretty much any writer or or editor that I've worked with in the past um and you know supported what projects they've been on that's you know that's what we're supposed to do right keep another man afloat <laughs> right so you get uh, volume 2 for Shaft Imitation of Life like once that book comes out when you were working extreme too like what's it like when you finally go to like a comic book store or a convention actually see your book like on the shelf right and i've heard that you know, music artists when they first hear their song on the radio they just like they can't believe it it's like you know that's me that's me and you know <laughs> pull off to the side of the road because they're so excited like what was that like to see your book on the shelf with your name in it ah well I, i'm quite the opposite i'm nitpicking and pointing out mistakes <laughs> on this one that and Oh man, if I would have had time on that scene, oh, I should have switched that scene around. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. just constant <laughs> critiquing on my end. I'm I'm never happy with any page I turn in. So any book that I see, I I'll hand away. I think I have maybe two <laughs> copies. I have two copies left of the latest issue on hand right. because I'm like ah, right. I don't I don't want to look at it anymore. <laughs> okay, but now. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I mean, cause that's kind of funny because I like I'll do these like interviews and those things, and somebody will like, like did you listen to it? I'm like, no. Like I listened to it after to make sure that the audio was right, but like I don't like the sound of my voice, or I think I asked mm-hmm. some question there. So it's like if you, oh, let's see your feedback. <laughs> so uh, very critical about what I do. Oh, yeah. Right. So conventions, like, and I. Uh, like I said, on Facebook and Twitter, and I see, you know, you've been at, like, Phoenix, and you've been at all these other conventions and those types of things. Like, like, like are you a single man? I am. I am. So. Okay. So, you're, so you're a single man traveling to all across the country to these cons, um, and, you know, been doing a, a bunch of commissions and those types of Like, what's the most commissioned thing that some people ask you to do? The weirdest one, or well, what do they ask you to do the most, and then what's the weirdest thing anybody's asked you to do? Oh, uh, well, well, the most, um, it's pretty much Deadpool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. it's just like Deadpool or Harley Quinn. It's just right, like, yeah. come on, you know, <laughs> there are right. characters out there. Come on, guys, Help yeah, me right. Um, the weirdest, uh I really haven't got to. Well, no, I did get a weird one, um, and it's and it's and it's back to Harley Harley Quinn. I don't think it was a weird one. It was just it was just a tough one. She asked mm-hmm. me to to do a Harley Quinn sketch on her bat, on oh her baseball God. bat. Yeah, it's, uh, right. Ah, is, uh, <laughs> the curvature on this bat is and and being absent-minded as I as I am, I forgot to take a picture of it. Right. <laughs> Which, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Harley stuff and the Deadpool stuff is all over the place for cosplay. <laughs> yeah. By far the biggest cosplay of anything that's going oh, yeah. on anymore. Wow. Yeah. Do, so, 
like I said, so you're at conventions, but, but, you know. But I'm, but, but I'm not hating on the characters. They're lovely characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're easy characters. <laughs> right. And that's what I was kind of going. Like, so, I mean, you're single man going to conventions. You know, are, are there con groupies? Uh, my brother's always like, I'm telling you, there's groupies at these conventions. Like, they that go to the conventions <laughs> to meet, like, artists. And 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 writers or whatever, and I'm like, I don't know about there being conventions. Yeah, are there yeah. Well, if they are, I have not found them. And if you are <laughs> available, then go to Dietrich O. Smith. <laughs> go to his Facebook page or his Twitter page and direct message him. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I mean, you see. You know, I'm a married man. I got two kids. Whenever I'm at a convention um, with my kids, usually my wife doesn't you know, partake of my nerdly habits. And um, so when I'm with my kids, but I'm just like, man, that's that's a pretty nice Harley Quinn that just walked by. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, that's a pretty nice, you know, uh, Poison Ivy that just walked by. You know, I'm just like, my head's on a swivel like constantly all the time, but I got two kids with me. And so yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, you know, I'm like, and so we're walking past the tables, my brother's like, I'm telling you, man, like, once, you know, because, you know, I got kids, so, you know, four yeah, or five yeah, o'clock at yeah. the con, I got to go. <laughs> He's like, I'm telling you, man, once nightfall comes or whatever, like, it's like a big old party. I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so like I said, it, it depends. It depends where you venture after the convention, though. So, I mean, you, right. know, you don't have to stay associated with the convention to find groupies. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you been to Dragon Con before? No, I haven't, and I haven't. I'm okay. like I said, I, and I'm one state away, so um, I'm wait. I'm awaiting word. Even even if I'm not approved, I'm still on the waiting list, of course. Okay. But even if I'm even if I can, I, I'm still going to try to get there because. Okay. Like I said, like I said it's a hop, right. skip, and a jump to me from. Yeah, me, so. and it and that's a big. It's I mean that's a huge one, you know, and I'm sure you've been to some large ones too, mm-hmm. but because of it being in Atlanta, uh, I mean. In terms of creators, in terms of African Americans, other people of color, in terms of the mm-hmm. cosplay, in terms of all that, it's, it's completely different than you know than most cons yeah. um, because yeah. of this being in the city. Um, you know, and it's just it's huge. You know, there's yeah. there's meetups and uh, all the, all over the place for you know kind of blurs and nerds yeah. all over the place yeah. over the whole weekend. Um, my brother's he's lived here longer than I have, and you know, I mean, he he's volunteers at the con. He, you know, he works every year. I mean, it, it's just. Yeah. It's a real big deal, you know, and it, uh, it's, yeah, it, it'll be great for you to come up, even if like you're not working. Yeah, yeah, uh, and like I said, uh, <clears throat> I want to extend to Heroes Con as well um, next year. I was, I think I was in Phoenix or Vegas for this year's event, so I missed it this this year. In but Charlotte, I make it up to, yeah, I want to make it up to Charlotte for that one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I missed that one too. I. I <sighs> My schedule—it's not even that my schedule was messed up. I just wasn't paying attention to the con calendar, mm-hmm. and I missed that one. And then I missed um, there was one in uh, Knoxville like this past weekend too that I missed that was huge. Um, mm-hmm. And I totally, I just I completely forgot about it. And yeah, though I, was, I messed that up completely. So, so, how many more issues of Imitation of Life do you got? No, that's it. It's all wrapped up. That's so it. that's why I was that's on it. a little uh, little public 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 run. Uh, to those three different states earlier to uh, mm-hmm. get out and know people a little bit more and, and uh, hear the word on what they thought about the imitation of life. Did they enjoy right. it? Did they wish it was longer? <laughs> <You know>? Right. 
is there talk of a volume three or is yeah, no sure? talk no talk but um like i said i i'll await word and, and hop aboard if if there is one like i said it was a pleasure working with david but uh now since i've been back uh like i said i just returned from this little journey uh this this week so i'm just just now getting back to normal um right my schedule is still my you know my sleep schedule is still out of whack. Right. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any other gigs lined up, or you're just kind of like waiting to I, see what happens? I do, but uh, they're all pretty much non-disclosure. So, uh, pretty much pro- a lot of proposals. I work. I work with a lot of uh, storyboards and a uh, few few movie pitches as well. So, besides comics, I try to do other things to keep me, you know, flowing. Right. I mean, in the, okay, yeah, and I, we totally understand the non-disclosure part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so that that's just like that waiting period to kind of see what's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I have, I think, two more conventions to keep me busy before. Uh, I think I'll be doing one here local in the uh, Mississippi area. I'm, I'm, I'm about to hop in a skip from Mississippi as well, so there's a try. Tri-City Columbus uh, Convention uh, in August, and I think I'll be in Oxford, uh, Old Miss's territory during an Auburn game, so it worked out. Oh, wow. Yeah, it works out for for (laughs) me being there, yeah. Yeah. And then I'd like to to get to uh, Dragon Con as well later on in the year. Right. Um, So I'll I'll try try to stay busy in the convention circuit as well. Is uh, having a book out, right? Yeah, and I know that. Um, and that's something too that I think a lot of people don't recognize. Like, if you're not on a monthly book, like if you're on something that has like a short run like that, and as the artist, it's like, well, this is what I'm doing for my living, but I do have to make a living in between gigs, <laughs> yeah. you know. So yeah. that's why, I'm, you know, that's why I'm at cons. That's why I'm doing commissions. Like, you don't understand that there's, you know, I'm done with this book. There's not another check coming in. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, uh, you know the the Shaft uh, series got a got a great uh, cheer from everybody online and and in reviews. So you know, I wanted to you know get out and continue on that wave. You know. All right. Well, man, Dietrich, thank you for coming on, man. We really do appreciate it. Um, like I said, I've been following you like kind of for a while now. And uh, like I said, uh, your art <laughs> is so clean. <laughs> like I look at like I look at the like your art. I'm like, man, this is so clean. As I start to look at it, and I know like, you kind of brought up Ramita, and I'm I'm we're probably close to the same age or whatever. So when I'm growing up and reading comic books like Ramita and Ramita Junior, you know those dudes were doing like two books a month. Yeah, and yeah. It's like you know something that you know it doesn't happen anymore where anybody drawing two books. You know, so you know, are most people? Are you like the most? Like, are you like a page a day guy? Um. Well, everything. Well, it depends on on what's in the page, mm-hmm. and how much black I've decided to add to, for shadows. Uh, you know, sure. depending on that, I do everything uh, digitally. So, um, you know, the main problem is is well, what takes the longest is penciling it, laying it out. Right. When I'm inking it, that's you know, whip, 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 you know, rather fast, but. It's, me figuring out the angles and the shadows and this and that. Uh, it could take it could take me anywhere from 
four hours to pencil a page and maybe two mm-hmm. hours to ink it, or it could take me up to, you know, 10 hours to pencil that page and four hours to ink it. So it could stretch, wow. days, days stretch. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, like I said, thank you for coming on. We do appreciate it. Um, if you want to pitch anything, just go ahead and pitch, like where people can find you, Facebook, Twitter, website. Go ahead and pitch that. Uh, you can pretty much find me at the same address throughout Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram as Dietrich O. Smith, just the header. Yeah. Okay. Um, check me out on Instagram. That's where I pretty much try to post something uh, daily on, on some of my three-by-three three little watercolor sketches as I do for warm-ups. Um, mm-hmm. said, or you can hear me blabber on on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, man, thank you very much again for coming on. Um, I'll try. I'll message you ahead of time uh, to see if you're going to make it to Dragon Con or not, and then we can wind okay. up, you know, kind of yeah. trying to get together. Maybe talk live. We'll do our. We're going to do our podcast live from there. And uh, the one good thing about there's a lot of good things about Dragon Con, but one of the better things about Dragon Con is that they do allow alcohol on the premises. <laughs> oh Lord, help me! <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, most cons don't, uh, but you can get alcohol at Dragon Con on the premises. So uh, it's a much livelier party than a lot of other cons. So you know, maybe on one of your breaks, we can yeah. head up to the lobby and uh, you know grab a beer or something like that. Well, to that I will say Excelsior. <laughs> so again, thank you very much for coming on, man, and we'll hook up with you uh, sometime later this uh, sometime later in August for Dragon Con. Okay. All right. I appreciate you uh, having me on. All right. Talk Thanks, to you Dietrich. Later. Appreciate it.